Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my lovely podcast. I feel so professional, even though I'm not. Uh, We are going to be reading Chapter 22 in The Unteachables by Gordon Corman. Make sure you're listening to the full podcast because there will be questions and the podcast will help you answer them. 22, Mrs. Vargas. In all my years in education, the greatest teacher I've ever worked with was a young man named Zachary Kermit. Oh, sure. We were all dedicated back then, fresh out of college and convinced that we were uh, destined to change the world one student at a time. Zachary was different. All teachers dream of changing lives. He really changed them. The kids had no way of knowing it, but being placed in Mr. Kermit's class was like winning the lottery. It actually got to the point where I'd look out over my own group and feel a little sorry for them because there was a much better teacher just down the hall. That was before the Terra Nova incident turned him into a zombie. He went from best to worst. If I were doing my job, I'd have fired him long ago because heaven knows he wasn't doing his job. Maybe I didn't see things clearly enough because he was a friend. Or maybe I was waiting for the teacher he once was to reappear. But after 27 years, even I had to know that the old Zachary Kermit was gone forever. Well, guess what? He's back. And it took the worst group of kids in the whole district to make it happen. That's what brings me to the district offices this afternoon. The first semester progress reports are out, and I can't wait to share the big news with Dr. Thaddeus. When it's my turn, I don't even say hello to my boss. I just march in and place the seven pages on the blotter in front of him. What are these, he asks. Progress reports from SCS 8, I tell him. Prepare to be amazed. He sifts through the papers, giving a cursory scan and each. You're right, he said finally. I'm amazed and I'm an experienced administrator like yourself would be fooled so easily. I'm shocked. Fooled? Look at those results. Okay, they're just brief summaries. But last year, these kids were all floundering. This is miraculous. It would be, he concides, if it was real. Why wouldn't it be real? Zachary Kermit is a fantastic teacher. Oh, sure. He was in a funk for a while. I'd hardly describe 27 years as a while, the superintendent puts in dryly. But these kids and their needs have brought him back, I persist. It's wonderful. It's phony, he retorts. Zachary would never falsely falsify student reports to keep his job long enough to finish out the year he would, he tells her. Your Mr. Kermit has figured out that he's on thin ice he's on, or thin ice. He'd do anything to make sure he qualifies for early retirement. Not this, I say stoutly. I admit Zachary hasn't been the greatest teacher up until now, but his integrity has never been in question. Even as his very um, lowest point, he never claimed to be anything that he wasn't. There's a difference in those kids now. It's not just Zachary. The PE coaches seeing it. The lunchroom monitors see it. Emma Fountain sees it. And I see it. They're not angels, but they're better. They go on field trips. A local business leader has taken them under his wing. What local business leader? Jake Terranova, I admit. I know it's a little odd, he laughs miserably. 
Spare me. I reject the so-called wonders of yours. In fact, he takes out a large ring binder and begins flipping pages. I've been reviewing the district contract. I'm sure you're familiar with Article 12, Subsection 9. Refresh my memory, I reply rarely. He smiles. It states that any teacher proceeding over declining test grades in a core subject for three straight years can be deemed as ineffective educator and fired for cause. I'm appalled. You mean Zachary? He's been moved around so much that you couldn't possibly blame any of his class's failing grades on him. There's a formula, he explains. You calculate a baseline using past performances of the individual kids, and it just so happens that Mr. Kermit's students have shown declining results on the state science exam for the past two years. If the assessment at the end of this month goes the same way, then I've got him. I don't even watch my words. That is so unfair. He raises one jet black eyebrow. How can you, of all people, say that? You just told me that he's turned this class around. If that's true, they'll ace this test, and Mr. Kermit will have nothing to worry about. I bite my tongue. This man is my boss. He speaks for the school district, and what he goes, or what he says, goes. He might be a stinker, but that doesn't change the fact that it's everybody's job to carry out his instructions. Besides, he's just being sarcastic. But in this case, he happens to be right. Zachary really has transformed that class. They don't have to ace the science test. They just have to beat their scores from the past years. How hard can that be? Tests like this one got them placed in SES 8 in the first place. I leave the office feeling a lot better about Zachary's chances of making it through until or through till June. Still, it can't hurt to pass a suggestion that he might want to do some extra test prep for the coming science assessment. Forewarned is forearmed. Zachary Kermit is too good of a teacher to lose his retirement just because a certain cranky superintendent can't forgive him for something that was never his fault in the first place. That is chapter 22 and next chapter is 23.